listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. You don't see just how wild the crowd is. You don't see just how fly my style is. I don't see why I need a stylist. When I shop so much, I speak Italian. I don't know. I just want it better for my kids. And I ain't saying we was from the projects, but every time I wanted layaway or deposit, my dad would say, when you see clothes, close your eyelids. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tales podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and that's a rough daddy. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kanye, <laughs> a lot of clothes out there. Kanye grew up kind of tough, Karen, in the mean streets of Chicago. Um, of course, mm-hmm. as the uh, the Black Guy Tales, you know, we're here. It's a Tuesday, which you know has become a favorite day uh, because it means we're going to recap the walking dead mm-hmm. that's right it's time to recap the walking dead and you guys should be familiar with the voice that you heard because you know we have her on often uh but it's our girl miss smart of the whiskey wine and moonshine podcast so we know my mom will definitely be listening to this one mm-hmm. <laughs> what's going on miss smart how you doing hey i'm good i was just um before we started i was just telling you guys i started a new job today so i'm a little amped from that yeah how's uh how's how's the first day i feel like the first day of a new job is kind of like you know the honeymoon period anyway true well actually um this person i work for him Mm -hmm. um like a decade or so ago so i kind of know his style and i didn't have to go anywhere so i worked from my bed this morning well actually most of the day um so it was a lot of (laughs) it was like a lot of i won't say a honeymoon but it was a lot of setup and getting my mind around uh the project because it's basically the bit that i'm doing is from the ground up so just getting myself organized and um you know setting my own personal expectations outside of what he is he's expecting now the question i have of course is i mean is it like the 90 day rule like you have to act right until you get you know past them 90 days because you know that's how most jobs are that's when you get insurance yeah (laughs) no well so um a lot of people who probably are listening or watching the show, they know that around here we have a lot of contractual relationships. So I am my own company. So, I mean, it's not necessarily a 90 day. It's a, you know, did you do the work we're looking for? Is there more work? And from my end, am I sick of y'all? Have y'all really started tripping yet? So we don't really have, at least I, I haven't for a minute had the, the 90 day issue. Okay. All right. Well, look, man, I'm That's glad you're balling thing. like this, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't like the ninety day thing because I feel like I have to be on my best behavior, yeah. you know, and can't be late and all that stuff. But having a, a person that you already worked for before, and uh, being able mm-hmm. to commute, being able to like uh, cyber commute or whatever, she, you got it made, dog. Mm-hmm. So far, yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess anything can happen, but you know, hopefully, knock right. on, knock on wood, everything goes great. Uh, and how's everything going yeah. with the podcast? I know, you know, looking at my feed, you know, it's kind of like some cobwebs on it. <laughs> well, um, people have been doing things. Um, uh, Lady Buddha actually just published a book, and I, I, I'll have to probably stand up and go get the information for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has happened. And Sonia was still doing her self-quare. Huh? I said, damn. Yeah, you're writing books and shit. That's, and, that's and, major. And running and, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, and Sojo is still doing her, um, self-care is, 
And I mean, you know, I just work, actually all three of us have written books. So we just haven't, I guess, come together really to discuss them because everybody's really busy. As I think last time I was on here, I may have mentioned you guys was writing um, at least an hour each way to work. So, and then in the last couple of months, I actually would get work an hour early just for the sake of parking. So I didn't have the physical bandwidth to uh commit to a regular schedule of podcasting and, and they didn't either lady buddha's been on vacation um soldier has gone a couple places um obviously in addition to our regular jobs yeah well you know the other thing too though is like um i feel like this is also a result of um what's that show that comes on fx uh the scary show uh horror story american horror story mm-hmm. <laughs> american horror story yeah sounds like it's a result of that show not being good as well because nobody feels the need to recap it anymore yeah well the, the latest one is i wouldn't say that it's bad it's mm-hmm. just so unbelievable because it puts black people in a horror situation and they're not acting the way we would act mm, okay all right so yeah well here's my thing uh have you you, have you been watching it i have um that's one of the things i would do in the mornings in an extra hour before while i was sitting at my desk at work i'd watch it okay all right so i mean i'm sure there's people that listen to your show that listen to our show i mean what thumbs up thumbs down i mean what would you give them for the you know for the season i mean is it you know is, is is it good is it bad i don't watch it at all so don't don't worry about spoiling it for me i'm just saying <laughs> are there people there might be people out there that miss y'all talking about it and want to want to get the uh the miss smart uh thumbs up thumbs down i would give it a solid thumbs down again because it's like somebody wrote it who didn't know any black people so the two black characters they have on it even a little girl wasn't reacting in a real way and i don't know and some of the dialogue is off some of the circumstances just don't make sense so yeah thumbs down i mean if you have spare time i mean between all the other good programming on watch it but i mean otherwise don't waste your dvr space damn well it feels pretty damning uh is lady gaga still on it (laughs) Oh, that was just last season i think I, I mean yeah i think that was just once okay so she was not a recurring person okay mm-hmm. all right because i always look at the the ad for that show and they always just make no sense to me right. so i and don't want like, to watch i'm good an apple melting turning into blood running down the river i'm good yeah like it's like a mm-hmm. someone blinks and then a spider comes out that eye and then it's like american horror story hotel and i'm like none of this has anything to do with a hotel nothing scary I about that hotel yet or right. key card right i think they okay. should just that show hotel one, i tried to watch that hotel one but it was somebody got anally raped like with a unicorn horn or something Shit. and i was just and i, I tapped out i was like nope and then nope. the latest one i saw had cuba good jr in it yes that's what i mean black people in a horror in a in a haunted house it's like no that wouldn't no we'd, we'd have left yeah and he didn't even do anything scary he just i guess we were just supposed to be scared that he was cuba Gooden jr like we're supposed to still believe that he's uh oj mm-hmm. you know so i don't know um what the what the purpose was there oh somebody says lady gaga plays a nature witch okay a nature, okay okay well i guess you know babe because i don't but she wasn't on the commercials because you know they normally show the superstars on the commercials and i didn't see her in any commercials this year yeah 
right all right i'll take your word for it baby yeah i'm not i seen the clowns and i was good that was a few seasons ago (laughs) yeah i tried watching it and i had to tap out but you know i figured people might be a little bit worried about that so um well look we know what everybody's really here for okay guys it's been another week Uh, another episode of walking dead has come out uh this is like the most highly anticipated episode of the week i think for a lot of people Mm -hmm. um so we definitely had to get to it and play that familiar music We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go around the globe and we pick different articles that fuck with us in different ways and we assign point scores from zero to hundred in intervals of twenty five. Today's contestants, everybody. That's right. And fucking with fucking with black people is brought to you by Loot Crate. That's right, guys uh it's a new month means new loot crate mm-hmm. uh this episode is brought to you by loot crate which is a monthly mystery crate with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter code tbgwt and you can save three dollars off of any new subscription for less than twenty dollars a month you can get six to eight items that include licensed gear apparel collectibles unique one-of-a-kind items and more uh this month for november the um the uh theme is magic mm-hmm. magical so i hope you're ready to get mm-hmm. magical okay dr strange comes out mm-hmm. uh and as far as fucking with black people um apparently um rachel dolezal mm-hmm. that should be her name rachel dolezal mm-hmm. Just at the end, oh, like you know, how some people have like PhD. It should say comma mmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rachel Dolezal mm, gets bullied on social media after her memoir goes on sale on Amazon. Now I can tell she's a white woman because New York Daily News says she got bullied. So I mean, there's nothing whiter than that. I think we finally got to the bottom of <laughs> the bottom of the shit. Um, yeah, apparently her book is called In Full Color: Finding My Place in a Black and White World by rachel dolezal the covers out um and uh you know people have been um you know giving their opinion black authors are underrepresented in publishing but rachel dolezal gets five maybe six figures for literary literary wait literary blackface says jack monroe um now some of these people don't have that many retweets but another person said rachel dolezal has to go down as one of the greatest scammers in american history yep um so yeah it's uh gonna be interesting to see how the sales go for that true and who buys that shit and right. who lets her come on their airwaves and uh talk and and promote her book and mm-hmm. all of that stuff because i i just honestly feel like her scandal quote-unquote has just been the biggest representation of white privilege period come on so um anyway zero to a hundred karen a hundred all right miss smart that's an easy 100 there you go all right 100 for me as well black uber riders have to wait longer and women riders are taking on circuitous routes by chatty drivers and how discrimination remains the same on ride sharing apps so apparently 
people a lot of people say they like ride sharing apps because a it's less dealing with racism and stuff as opposed to like trying to flag down a cab or something like that right Mm -hmm. well um apparently ride sharing apps like uber and lyft still have some of the same issues how do they know because you can see them i mean do you do do they can see you too oh so they do have a picture of you you can put one in yeah i mean you you could also not put one in Mm -hmm. but you know i put one in um uh so yeah apparently they uh conducted a study of over the course of two years which tracked discrimination of riders who use uber lyft flywheel and flywheel in seattle and boston the study which took a sample of 14 uh 1400 usages of the app was done by researchers from mit um stanford university and the university of washington as part of the study the results of which were made public on monday undergraduate college students were given phones with the apps preloaded onto them they were then required to take predetermined routes while measuring the amount of time it took before their ride request was accepted and how long it took for the driver to reach the destination in seattle black riders had to wait between 16 and 28 percent longer than whites before they were uh were accepted by drivers from uber x and lyft in addition blacks had to wait for their accepted ride between 29 and 35 percent longer when compared to whites using uber x uh, unlike Lyft, whose drivers can see the potential customer's name and picture before attempting the fare, Uber's drivers don't see the name of the person they're picking up until after they accept the fare. Oh, okay. Okay, and that makes sense. All right. The Boston study also revealed problematic data. Riders who use African American sounding names were more than more than twice as likely to have the driver cancel the fare compared to riders with white sounding names. Mm. So maybe that's why. Hmm. Maybe that's why I was so lucky. I just yeah. like Roderick, and then people was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, your name is very generic, just like my name. My name is very generic, Karen. Like I could be anything. Right. Um. Uh. Women, on the other hand, had no uh, problem having their fares accepted, though drivers did at times take them on longer than usual rides—a practice that appears to be a combination of profiteering and flirting mm-hmm. to a captive audience. In one case, a female passenger involved in the study watched as her driver drove through the same intersection three times. Another driver, mm-hmm. another driver passed three exits on the expressway, even though the destination was a mile away. Uh, <laughs> in a statement to Bloomberg News, Uber said discrimination runs counter to the company policy. Discrimination has no place in society and no place on Uber. But you're dealing with people we believe uber is helping reduce transportation inequities across the board but studies like this one are helpful in thinking about how we can do even more the study recommended that uber and lyft include reviewer feedback on drivers that would allow consumers to see which uh have a recorded a record of discriminatory behavior towards women mm-hmm. and minorities right right so you can get ratings other than a but you know what star. i um oh sorry oh no problem go ahead sweetie oh I, I, I think there's a little delay on my end, but I was in a, a racial, racial race-based training thing a few weeks ago, and black man was talking about not being able to cab, and there were three very young, just barely over like 18 or 21, and they didn't, the idea that they couldn't get a cab was crazy because since they've been able to travel themselves, they've always used Uber, and they were like literally, but now you're saying even with these apps, it is still discriminatory. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and and I think to me, something you cannot, when people do things, they forget that racism is irrational and illogical and you're dealing with people. 
you know and it, it's just one of those things where people ain't shit <laughs> so you know mm-hmm. it's up to the companies to have stricter policies that, that be like hey overnight if you cancel so many routes it should be a punishment you know what i'm saying like like it, it ought to be something to encourage them not to cancel rides mm-hmm. you know maybe if but like this so if you cancel a ride you need to have a legitimate excuse to why mm-hmm. the ride was canceled other than you just giving them the right to cancel the ride just because and that's where a lot of the discrimination comes in because like you say with uh uber okay i accepted it Ooh, i don't like the way you look canceled mm-hmm well i don't think you can solve for racism necessarily in society in general um because of how it always finds a way it just takes different forms you know um it's sad that you know this shit happens with these with these rides because you know anti-blackness is everywhere and as long as you have human beings that get to make a decision you're gonna have this maybe the solution is gonna end up being those fucking driverless uber cars at some point you know yep. when people are like a robot don't give a fuck if you're black white green whatever and to pick my ass up and then to get me to my destination and i don't i don't got to worry about jack shit and you know when less and less people have like the driving like you know drivers people go be like well i want a human driver fine but you know what they don't want a human driver you got to do with fucking racism this this uh wireless robot terminex thing it might kill me when i get there <laughs> he don't give a fuck about my color and what happens when uh we get in the uber and you want to tell your life story to somebody i mean now you're just gonna be telling it <laughs> to to the short circuit robot or something yeah, I, don't I just i just go zero zero one 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 zero zero one and hope it understands okay so uh zero to a hundred oh a hundred all right what about you miss smart that's another easy 100. Mm-hmm. All right, there oh, you go. Um, before 100 move, for me as well. And before we move on, now on the racism, a lot of sexism in there mm-hmm. because, like, mm-hmm. you act like women don't know their destination. They don't know where they're going. And, you know, and most women, like I said, because you're dealing with the men a lot of the time, most jobs of men don't go, hey, I know where I'm going, and you went through this life three times. Right. You know, they're driving. So, you, you know, it's one of those things where if you start to speak up, it will become a problem. But yeah. you ain't gonna roll through no three, no, no, like three times you got a dude in the back because you ain't trying to fuck him. Right. Yeah. I mean, we already know they have some serious issues with women riders either not feeling safe or not being safe, um, dealing with mm-hmm. some of the, some of the, 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 the shit that they go through on there. So, um, yeah. I and mean, you just throw in the fact that, you know, you gotta worry about being black in there. You gotta worry about being a woman in there um and i know that there's a lot of dummies who just say shit like but there it's their personal car so if they don't want somebody nah shut up you know it's the same as the uh it's the <laughs> same as the, the um franchise hmm? the franchises try to do that shit when mcdonald's try to separate itself going what well, it's a franchise on but when i walk mm-hmm. up to this motherfucker it says mcdonald's so your ass need to be held accountable yeah and well what i was gonna say is it's different than just a franchise this would be like if you had a franchise but in your literal house like right you still chose to do business under the license of you know whether it's uh one of those like um apartment rental things Mm -hmm. uh or your car Mm -hmm. or whatever like while you're using your personal material to conduct this business it's still under the brand of someone else so um the brands are the ones who are notified about it and the ones responsible for fixing it and right we'll see what they do i mean it maybe at some point they automate it you know maybe at some point they just like 
you get in the car you turn as a driver you turn on your uber app and it starts telling you like hey uh you gotta go pick up this person you gotta go pick up that person like you don't get a choice yeah you know to, what? to just be like oh a black person no cancel you know mm-hmm. yeah, like 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 if they want to do it right and to be fair that's probably what needs to be done right um and it ought to be like hey you can cancel but we only allow you a certain percentage of cancels yeah yep or like yeah exactly or they can monitor and review like which can oh you had seven cancels oh they all seem to be black people you know um anyway uh so we all agreed 100 with that one Mm -hmm. uh so it's time to give the people what they want and what they need since they uh sat through that um i'm sure they're all very you know very woke now you can go you can go talk around the office cooler about walking dead and this uh all right that's right it's time for the walking dead recap aka day walking um this is episode two of season number seven and it's called the Mm -hmm. whale that's right the whale directed by greg nicotaro who did uh last week's episode which uh now that it's been officially rated uh 17.03 and people were like oh man 17 million people watched it that's still not the highest they ever got the highest they ever got was 17.29 for the season premiere of season five here's the thing though here's the thing y'all got 17 million after last season of not getting above uh even you didn't even get 15 at any point last season so 17 million people tuned in and a good grip of them people i swear don't watch the show like they probably just wanted pop culture so they made an event and it worked you know no matter how people feel it was handled uh end of the day it worked yes sir all right so uh this is episode two uh in this episode i guess the best summation would be we get introduced to the kingdom and some of the people there and um we find we catch up with carol and morgan and their latest uh exploit since the finale of the last season which ended with carol getting shot a couple times mm-hmm. morgan having to break his vow of not killing and shooting somebody with a gun um and uh the kingdom uh i guess we call these guys knights is what i've been calling them i don't really know what the right term is but some knights come to pick them up and uh rescue them essentially um so i'll start with you karen you know how we do our basic question uh what'd you think about this mm-hmm. episode i loved it karen loved it all right you sound very enthusiastic right now mm-hmm. not like last week's so i loved it <laughs> uh <laughs> and miss smart what'd you think about this episode um the episode i was in okay okay um and for me i was uh i, was, I thought it was good it was a uh, i don't know it's a good change of pace i knew but i also feel like i'm learning the rhythms of the show pretty well now so i kind of came to the show expecting 
something lighter because what we had just experienced was so dark and people have been acting like little fucking babies about it so they have to give us something good and nice and wholesome between the you know spine breaking uh (laughs) brutality of every other episode but you know uh but uh i'm sure we'll get into why everybody felt how they felt when we start breaking this thing down scene by scene um so uh it starts with carol who is laid up on the back of a cart that has been drawn by a horse Mm -hmm. and she's bleeding still like she's obviously injured um and she's like going in and out of consciousness it seems yeah um they even do that camera thing where you can see like from her perspective that she's watching trees and shit and she turns to the side and occasionally she can see people she can hear people talking the conversations they're having and stuff like oh we're gonna patch her up we got a guy we got got people that can work fix her and we hear that morgan apparently is marking landmarks with uh some sort of sign so and they ask him why he's doing that and he says so they can uh mark our way mark i'm marking our way back so it sounds like his even his plan is they go here avail themselves of some sort of hospitality and in his mind him and carol are coming back to alexandria Mm -hmm. because that's why he left alexandria in the first place he was tasked with getting carol back not just uh like rick was gonna do it and he told him he would do it so he made a promise to this white man and if you know morgan he's a man of his word (laughs) so um carol passes out again and then she awakens and she has been uh she has tumbled onto the ground the car is on its side and everybody is fighting a herd of walkers and all hell broke loose right uh, and she's now, still bleeding. You, what happened when you take a nap? Right. A nap exactly. on a road trip. <laughs> Wake up and zombies right. everywhere. I'm falling. Uh, ah! So she's laying on the ground. Um, and, you know, it is Carol. You know, so she's dealing with a couple things. One, her injuries. Two, she still got that PTSD shit going on. Mm-hmm. Which um, <laughs> is funny. Last week, everybody was on my timeline with the hand clap emojis being like wait till carol see what's gonna and then it's gonna and i was like did y'all forget carol is fucked up like it didn't seem like some snap out of it shit it seemed like some ptsd type shit where it's not gonna be as simple as just wanting to do better you know right and she left because she was like i wanted to get away from all the killing i wanted uh-huh. to get away from caring about people because if you care about anybody you're going to have to kill a lot of times to protect the ones you love right um so yeah man it seemed kind of interesting that you know she's having visions as they're fighting these zombies and in her visions she's seeing real people get killed so like they're zombies and then someone sticks a fucking knife through their head and then it turns into like just a regular human being uh, which is a, which is interesting because apparently the way they filmed that they hired sets of twins and oh. mm. yeah so they would have the zombied out twin get killed and then flip it to the regular real life twin that carol would see die oh that's why they look so i was like because when you watch and you go they did an excellent job to get that right. <laughs> so right. that answers that question yeah i thought they were like killing them as 
people and then putting them in zombie makeup but apparently they just had twins on set uh which is which is cool as shit in my opinion mm-hmm. um so uh you know she sees the actual living people and getting killed quote unquote even though they're really zombies and the way her ptsd is set up uh she had to go so can you blame her she uh hopped on the good foot even though she was shot <laughs> uh, <laughs> like it was actually kind of funny how she was running because like it was like this really like because she was shot and bleeding and hallucinating and shit and so she like stumbles through the woods walks upon a house where you can see a walker that's looking out the window just like banging on the window or whatever and she leans on the fence there and she just all tuckered out and a bunch of zombies start surrounding her and she don't have a weapon she's injured and it's like okay well carol needs some help here and another group of knights people on horseback with weapons beat up those zombies and like they had a cool ass special effect Mm -hmm. of a zombie getting the front half of his face chopped off oh so good so beautiful um and then uh after they you know and and then morgan and and her and that crew make it over to carol and they finish off the zombies with this new group um and the new group basically say they've been looking for the people that morgan and carol are with and they kind of say oh you found some some people too so they must have found some survivors themselves um here's the thing i was thinking does that mean they're on the hunt for people yeah so you think it means the say mm-hmm. the uh kingdom the knights does you think it means the knights are recruiting actively recruiting people right they're walking okay. around and they're finding people and they're bringing them in yeah um, you know because they got so much going on like you actually need people to survive okay that's interesting that's interesting man because one of the things that i was thinking is with everybody looking for people um to help defend what they have or whatever it would be easy for the saviors to infiltrate a lot of these groups mm-hmm. by just pretending to be survivors and then oh thank god y'all saved me and now you got people on the inside as well as the outside so you know you got intel on these groups and everything but you know anyway we'll see if that ever comes up but it was just something i thought of just kind of watching last night like oh man that would be super smart um all right so um they seem to be recruiting people uh morgan uh they get carol loaded back up and head over to uh the kingdom and morgan marks a the mailbox that is at the house where the zombie was in the window and then he puts the flag on the mailbox up i was like yeah i hope y'all know the bell man ain't coming yeah <laughs> just in case karen okay he had a letter to get off uh but he puts the flag up on the mailbox um carol wakes up in a in a what appears to be like a hospital bed uh with a, with a gown and everything like these people mm-hmm. have some resources dog okay uh she wakes up is kind of surprised startled to see morgan sitting over her she asks how long she's been out he says two days um and she asks where they are and he just uh kind of smiles and puts her in a wheelchair <laughs> and takes her on a tour of the place uh morgan explains that he let the people take her the weapons they had because it didn't seem like they would need them right. and they wanted and they needed medical care for her um they're and they're just like he's they're going through irrigated gardens mm-hmm. 
uh like all types of food and vegetation and and just children playing around it was beautiful yeah yeah like the montages of the king did did y'all because because carol had been um hallucinating i was like maybe she's hallucinating all of this this disney situation can't be real it was so nice (laughs) everyone's clothes were clean you know what i mean like it was it was like how how rick and them looked at alexandria when they first got there and was like the fuck is is this is this todd you know what i mean like (laughs) it was kind of like that moment too because you're watching and you're like okay i thought alexandria was a good jackpot but apparently people have been setting up certain people have been surviving and not just surviving but these motherfuckers like they were getting it in good like rick and them was barely eating you know they was running mm-hmm. out of all the spices you know and <laughs> all the oregano all the rosemary yeah up here they look like they were just growing spices you know like it was just light years ahead of everything we've seen yes and something that was really really neat uh especially people that work in office buildings they took like the foul cabinets you know the old school foul cabinets they had them all pulled out they had dirt in them with like paprika mm-hmm. growing out of them i was like oh you so you could do that with foul cabinets i didn't know that yeah it was uh it was a pretty um it was a pretty elaborate setup the way they had it and you can uh, tell it took a long time to build it and this is actually when i started realizing that the show is just gonna be complete comedy this week um they were playing this like renaissance fair music in the background mm-hmm. as a, and you know this show normally doesn't do shit like that like very like sometimes they will play music but very rarely you know but playing the renaissance fair music was so like <laughs> oh my god top. yeah y'all are so over the top with this shit at this moment um so uh morgan you know he's explaining the way the lay of the land to her and he's telling her that he thinks it'll be about a week until she heals and they can head back uh to which she doesn't really say much um he lets her know that the name of the place is the kingdom and carol asks if morgan told them about their backstory because you know they've tried to kill each other several times at this point right <laughs> and he's like all they know is that i killed the man that fucked you up and you know we're together it's like i haven't i didn't bother to tell the same them group, right yeah i didn't bother to tell them all the other shit uh and she's like okay you know that that's you know that's cool um and then he mentions that uh the guy who runs the place is who he's taking her to see and his name is king ezekiel and she was like king what and he was like and he does his own thing you know you know how morgan yeah. he does his own thing and i was <laughs> like trying to be all nice and sweet about it and she she was like what? he didn't want to say that nigga's crazy right you know um then he introduces uh um i mean then he then he introduces carol who's still in her wheelchair uh they go through this auditorium and on the stage in the auditorium is a nigga with a tiger yes now wait a minute to be fair i felt like his name even though the whole setting was ridiculous his name as a black man with dreads of that age his name could his first name could be king yeah he it could it, be we know what happened it could be and okay. also you know Eze- <laughs> i can see his name being ezekiel you know like it's not that far-fetched to to think that you know i mean i've i would assume you know before the z pot they didn't they called him like freaky ezekiel or something but 
you know as far as now i can see you know zeke ezekiel's not that far-fetched of a name it's in the bible right so um he introduces her to king ezekiel um who like i said is a nigga with a tiger uh which you think would be too much as is you know right which like i said (laughs) this is why i appreciated the atmosphere of this show because you are presenting too much like this like this everything you see is about to be over the fucking top so let's let's just go all the way over the top with it let's have some jokes let's have some comedy you know let's let's try to to give the show room to you know from the ultimate ultra seriousness and stretch of the imagination that last week was to the ultimate comedy and stretch of the imagination this week uh in a different direction Mm -hmm. um so uh he's sitting there with a a big ass uh tiger he's sitting in what appears to be like a a a wooden throne did you try to share something yeah i'm trying yeah i have the video of it um it should be up in a second you might want to refresh it it's not not showing up for y'all i can see it yeah refresh it all right hold on guys hold on that sucks because i'm watching it right on my screen Oh, no problem. Might just be the delay. We'll be right back. Hold on. Oh, that's a you didn't have to refresh it. Just you told me to refresh it. Oh. Oh, so refreshing is everything? Oh, you mean just refresh the share. Oh. Right. Well, I fucked that up. No, no problem. <laughs> oh, that's what I thought you were going to do. Uh, my bad. All right. We'll try it one more time. Uh, no problem. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, you can take the share down. Okay. Because this, this stream was unavailable. Okay, I'm, I'm well. I'm refreshing. If an officer stops you, <laughs> always be polite and oh. never ever run away. Promise, Mama, you'll keep your hands inside. Is it a gun? Is it a knife? Is it a wallet? This is your life. It ain't no secret. <laughs> Ain't no secret, no secret, my friend. You can get killed just for living in your American skin. I love that swell in the music. Um, afterwards. Oh, you play that to troll Justin, his greatness. Let me know when uh when it shows up because I'm sharing it again, Karen. So. Okay uh if it don't show up i don't know what we're gonna do okay um because okay. it never went down you might need to take it down i did oh take it down again yeah what the hell all yeah, right i'll yeah. take i just took it down is it taken down on your side because it didn't no because i took it down last time and i refreshed so no it's still showing four squares what do you see three so do you see three squares or four squares miss smart I see a, a four square that says the stream was unable to connect due to a network error. So yeah, me too. All right, so nobody, nobody can see what I see. Oh. All right. Yeah, I don't know if it allow you to take it. I'm down. not sharing anything right now. I'm not even hitting the oh. share thing. Okay. I'll try it one more time. I'm hitting share one more time. Okay, guys, and then we're gonna let it cook. And if it don't, I'm just gonna play the audio, and you guys have to imagine. That you got to see what this nigga looks like um in I, the chat i don't know why yeah it's nothing i'm doing at this point it's something something wrong with they shit so no it's not allowing this 
Mm-mm. all right cool let me let's play the audio okay because what's more important is that you guys hear what he sounded like because it's not just a nigga with a tiger just doesn't do it justice you have to hear his voice because <laughs> it's a nigga with a tiger talking like that that's the most jarring part of the mm-hmm. the visuals yeah, I don't know why it's yes, this one. They are our guests. Shut up, that's... Shut it up. Now that is Jerry, okay? Now what I assume is Jerry is the immediate Asian replacement for Glenn, okay? Like, the show, <laughs> the like show is dude. used to... The show is used to the complaints about racism and shit. When anybody dies, it's not a white person. So they basically was like, okay, are one you happy? <laughs> Here's a you got an Asian dude. He's a, a, a he's an Asian dude named Jerry. All right, it's almost sound like Glenn. Okay, so there you go. Jerry, you are a faithful steward, but your words leave me pitch kettled. I understand your concern, Shiva. You haven't met Carol. No. And Carol's face at this point is. It's it's like when you realize uh you know, it's like when you realize that you're in a place that like this party that you're not supposed to be at or whatever. You know, like her she's looking around like is everyone buying this bullshit? You know, and Morgan's standing off to the side not making any eye contact with her, uh, which I assume is like when I hang out with some of my friends, I have friends that I can't look in the face when crazy shit happens because 'cause we'll both react and then it, it it, you know the cat is out the bag we can't look at each other when crazy shit happens but we can both keep a straight face as long as we're not looking at each other and she has that kind of, it was kind of that thing where morgan's just like nope just standing here looking at checking out the ceiling um bye but if she is a friend of morgan we shall consider her a friend of the realm until proven otherwise that's when she and morgan made eye contact and our and morgan's eyes morgan's face looked like i know <laughs> if i told you you it's one of them things where if i told you you wouldn't have came yeah it's like when you just go to a party or something with a friend and you just like girl we are not fucking these dudes why why are you making me talk to this dude with holotosis i know it's like i know i know but his, let me out of here a little bit i know his friend got good benefits curl i need to get my teeth fixed <laughs> but uh yeah. Morgan, so Morgan just kind of goes back to looking at Zeke. She's doing better, thanks to you and your people. So, indeed, it pleases me to see you up and about, Carol. I am King Ezekiel. Welcome to the kingdom. People say they can't hear. They can't hear now. Anything? Oh God! Wait, I can't even see them updating in the chat. Where you see them say they can't hear? i just hear him say jerry that dude he knows i'm hearing it too okay nah i'm hearing it so karen just making those stuff again making me look bad in front of y'all okay it's cool and shiva does a full 360 and then lays down um and i got what'd you guys think about the cgi on this you know i'm assuming tiger that was never really there karen it was good miss mark yeah i think it was definitely good i mean i didn't even i was so undone by the whole scene i don't i don't think i really paid attention to the quality of the cgi 
yeah i mean i could tell that he had been moisturizing the cat's fur with shea butter and oh it was shining now yeah (laughs) like some of those plants and stuff they were growing you know clearly were like coconut oil type things because uh you know the 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 tiger definitely looked like it was well taken care of oh yeah you have been addressed by the king Yet you remain silent. Do I detect skepticism? Perhaps you think me mad. Perhaps you see this place as nothing more than a mirage. So, tell me, what do you think of the kingdom, Carol? What do you think of the king? Now, this is the part where if you're watching it, you can slowly watch carol slip her mask on like it's just like okay we doing it all smiles all you know laughing and i'm just a poor sweet old woman who's just having the time of her life as if she hasn't been introduced to a nigga with a goddamn tiger right how is she supposed to respond yeah this isn't a calvin and the hobbs tiger where it's like oh hobbs is you know adorable pet uh you know stuffed animal so real goddamn tiger it's nothing to be laughing about right now but she's just like oh my god it's so good Uh i think you're amazing it's amazing and you're shiva it's uh, shiva racist shiva (laughs) amazing yeah, I would be speaking. Yeah, she said Sheba. Mm-hmm. That's racist. Huh? You thought it's because a black man, he'll have a he's gonna have a, a tiger named after the Queen of Sheba, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see you I see you, Carol, low key, slid that through. Speechless if I wasn't already speaking. I don't know what the hell's going on in the most wonderful way. <laughs> As Morgan is aware, I encourage those who find respite here. To enjoy the fruits of our grandeur for as long as they like. So long as they contribute. Drink from the well, replenish the well. Once you've healed, of course. Of course. Of course. All about the well. Well said. That's ah! that's Jerry, who apparently uh, has some the hard, worst timing of puns and jokes since. He should be on this show with us um <laughs> so what'd you guys think about uh king ezekiel getting the you know your first impressions uh miss smart um i developed a whole backstory in my head i was like oh this nigga is from detroit yes probably like <laughs> you know like he probably went to tuskegee to the veterinarian program it works for universal circus and like saw his opportunity to come up like i was like oh this he no mm-mm, nope nope i was like okay he he might even be like running uh not the governor whatever his name is uh not lucille's person Negan. yeah i was like oh you need i was like oh this this is some bullshit this is some mm-hmm. absolute bullshit unless and, and the other thing i was thinking too is i need i was like i need to rewind and see what kind of crops they were um growing because they could have been growing opium mm-hmm. and everybody up in there is high we have seen people growing weed so not mm-hmm. too far fetched. Karen, what'd you think when you first met King Ezekiel? I was excited. Okay. To, that's, 
that's to, it yes i was just excited <laughs> to see him because i was like i don't know where we're going i don't know where you're taking me i think the actor did an excellent job portraying the character and what y'all think of his lace front it was horrible <laughs> okay and they, they had because you know what this is the thing they had plenty of time to get it right and as i said on twitter they could have hit up any number of young ladies under the age of 25 on uh youtube who could have got that right mm. it, 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 there's no excuse at this point uh, yeah all the videos that you know you make a good point there should mm-hmm. be no excuse for black people looking crazy on tv all the youtube do it yourself white folks out here doing black people hell youtube it so you thought you can you agree that you didn't like his hair you think it looked good you could tell it was a wig okay all right well um i don't as i said when the heath controversy happened i don't know <laughs> i don't know enough about these people hair to really say definitively it's like i just accept like if it don't look good i just be like oh niggas probably don't take care of their dreads in the apocalypse i don't know it look better than heath well that was the poll that i put up uh the unofficial poll i put up on twitter which was who had whose hair was worse heath or ezekiel's and it was like 100 percent uh heath except for miss smart who was like nah it's it's his <laughs> they, they should have known because better. i expected them to get it to get it together like when you have dreads and you he obviously has a lot of spare time if he's sitting on a stage on a throne you will be twisting your hair so you'll be able to see some scalp my mother has locks i know how this works mm okay um now do you think it looked better than heath or no that's a hard one that's because i haven't seen heath in so long oh but i just huh heath looks bad he really looked like he just you know took his head and rolled it through some shit and they was like girl don't it look right it looked halfway right and they just wrapped it up because his looked really uh brillery if that's a type mm-hmm. of a word like it just look hard like people's hair don't look like this i guarantee this is why right, I, oh go ahead miss mark i was gonna say really the thing is that at least with michonne because she also has locks mm-hmm. at least with michonne they got that filthy scarf around her her, her edges so we don't know mm. that it's such a bad offensive wig mm. i'll say this man this is why we have such a unique recap because i feel like nobody else spent 10 minutes on <laughs> ezekiel's uh gray dreadlocks as much as we did but that okay? matters did y'all find the gray to be believable because my my thing was like what happened with his hair that his his dreads are all gray but his facial hair is still black kind of like is he you know it's still like he still seemed like you think it's a touch of gray because it's all like really smoothly one color it's not like mm-hmm. you know like mine got gray but it's only like right here and stuff you know like his shit is just full like i'm i'm grayed out like uh mr steal your grandma uh-huh. so you think he touching it up uh, in the z-poc possible or the you know or the apocalypse and make it gray quickly mm, okay maybe it's like mm-hmm. being, since he's in charge maybe it's <laughs> he like may... mm-hmm. oh i'm sorry he he may have um because since they have such an uh, uh a large amount of natural items there if he has henna and indigo he could dye his hair he probably doesn't want to use that much because the the locks would take up a lot of the dye of the henna and the indigo but he could certainly do it on his beard yeah because i mean you know the the beard looked kind of black you know what i mean and the hair looked Mm kind of gray 
it just i don't know you know maybe that's part of the whole the whole look is he's also like very much you know like look man hoes they like the gray you know what i'm saying <laughs> but they don't like the gray on the beard they like the gray on the hair make me look wise like a king but i still want to look young enough to hit the club up on a saturday you know yeah i mean and the way i was looking around you know it was a few black people but not enough for me to think you had the black hair shop so i'm going okay so you ain't got the lady with the wigs and stuff like that that could help you get it right and get it tight so i'm under the assumption that this was homemade yeah and unlike alexandra i don't get the feel of technology here i get the feel of oh it's sure now yeah i get the feel of like yeah. the renaissance fair type we have everything they had in the middle ages as opposed to you know in alexandria these niggas got baby monitors and webcams and shit like like their existence is way different uh compared to um you know these people shit where they just you know they still ride horses and whatnot you know alexandria you hop on a motorcycle or a car here you go hop on a fucking steed you know it's, it's completely different um but yeah so yeah, they uh, are here uh plowing the field in alexandria you actually go to the grocery store mm-hmm all right so back to the story um so they have this meeting um we find out jerry is kind of the comic relief um and uh they they go outside uh and as soon as they get outside <laughs> carol turns into the mask came off carol turns into every aunt that has ever had to go somewhere with you <laughs> that did not hate that did not like your friends like she's like why the fuck did you bring me to this shit like as soon as they walked out she's like are you shitting me are you shitting me and then her morgan's like hey hey now i know how it looks and she's like <laughs> he was like it ain't that bad yeah you know uh you know he was talking about drink from the well replenish the well once you heal like stay here eat some pomegranate she was like i don't want no pomegranate he's like it's bitter on the outside but it's sweet on the inside like you baby she was like ah! she was looking at that fruit like it was a drink at bill cosby's house like nope mm-hmm. I, i'm not i am not thirsty um and even with the martha stewart routine everything comes right off as soon as they walk out the door and uh because like even when they met you like no one told me i'd be meeting royalty and you're like this this is fake carol you know um so yeah uh morgan was like it's not that bad and then she was like (laughs) these people it's make-believe it's playtime like she's like the real shit is happening outside we watch our friends guts get eaten out right and these niggas in here playing they larping (laughs) we got a renaissance fair around us yeah these motherfuckers motherfuckers in here uh playing an rpg this ain't dragon age (laughs) like you know which makes sense because in a world where there's zombies i am gonna be like yo man why are y'all even fucking around with this king shit somebody everybody go put on some actual pants and let's like (laughs) come up with a plan you know um and so morgan basically says uh to carol um because he can see that she's like i'm about to leave she's like as soon as i'm healed i'm out of here and he's like nope you can't do that and she was like nigga you can't stop me and he was like i made a promise to rick i won't let you die out there and so essentially i guess he's saying i'm gonna follow you to the end of the earth if i have to but 
i'm not gonna let you go off on your own and she basically said there's nothing you can do about it and then they had to stop because company was coming and like three or four random people just start coming out of a door just walking around and they was like Shh, we'll argue later at home <laughs> you know um so um they cut to some hogs eating some zombies and they were talking about hunting you hear king ezekiel say because morgan's like what are we doing out here and he was like we hunt what used to be on the farm um and they're talking about pigs and the pigs are eating a walker uh then they chase the pigs and they go into a little room where there's a walker that is hanging on a um like a hook or something and the pigs start eating that uh which is so oh, wait a gross. minute did you mm-hmm. guys did you guys wonder how morgan got on the street team in two days like what was the membership intake program like how did you, how do you go from stranger off the street to now you down like you're protecting our back and vice versa yeah um and they're trusting you with their biggest secret basically and all this stuff like it, it felt like the um it felt like the kingdom was um using him as much as they were use as he was using them mm-hmm. to get carol hill mm-hmm. like to me it felt like because remember they had this this thing everyone takes from the well everybody puts something back in the thing that they know morgan can do is kill people because that's what they saw him do when they rolled up on them right and it seems like they're saying okay your skills are going to be out here in the field as long as you're here using our hospitality yeah because we know you, you need to be we're going to use your labor because we know you can survive mm-hmm. outside of these walls yeah i mean well they saw him kill people so right. it's like you come with us on missions yeah. and shit that was my thinking at the time so but i was also like damn really they cool with this nigga already okay mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> like they don't have the three questions in the kingdom i guess because mm-hmm. uh, if they would have asked morgan like you know how many people you killed morgan would have been like i don't know i lost count a long time ago <laughs> but i don't kill anymore um so then um shout out to the cheese maker mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> so then they um they they chase the pigs and they're eating zombies and then ezekiel congratulates this guy who's named richard and he's like oh good job man way to set this shit up basically and uh so it seems that this is some plan to have these pigs eat fucking zombies and um morgan has to ask like why are the pigs eating these zombies and richard says because i want their guts filled with rot and morgan's like good enough for me uh <laughs> <laughs> then they get ready to leave and because they've made a little bit of noise and they're actually in the city um zombies start coming out of the woods and richard makes a point of man out where we're at in the wilderness or whatever like you can be loud as you want and no zombies will be around because there's no not a lot of zombies out there but in the city you make a little bit of noise and fucking zombies everywhere and he go they're getting ready to kill the zombie and ezekiel ezekiel says no let ben do it ben apparently is like a squire he's a younger guy <laughs> he's learning yeah he's like podrick you know on the job yeah and he tells he's like ben you do it with the machete oh yeah he's just like Padre. right and uh ben is terrible with the machete he chops mm-hmm. the zombie right in the shoulder i was like he didn't aim for the head almost gets eaten the they 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 basically protect him they push the zombie to the ground Zigo comes up plunges his sword into the zombie's head but the message there is ben is terrible at killing zombies okay and yeah they like me yeah 
yeah a, a machete is just mm-hmm. not his it's not his deal mm-hmm. okay um so um then they get ready to um to get in the car and leave and as they're walking out another zombie pops up out of nowhere in front of ben ben can't even get his knife out of the fucking ah! hilt like terrible it's still in the sheath he's just like oh shit it's a zombie how, how would i ever know <laughs> he was like i did not come prepared to kill nothing and uh-uh. morgan slides over with his bow staff and just knocks the zombie out in the head with one swing ninja turtle style yeah this kills it and then ezekiel saw it and was like okay you pretty nice at that bow staff you can see it in his eyes like he peeped game and they go to get in the car and drive off there's two different trucks they have they go to get in the truck um one is a truck for like passengers the other one is a truck where they had the pigs right mm-hmm. which is funny because um before they get in the truck with the passengers for ezekiel this motherfucker turns around and t- addresses the zombies like the zombies are walking towards them and he is like feel not we will we we, <laughs> we will avenge your deaths well it was just like we sh- mm-hmm. we shall live on uh we shall take your place full festive faithful and free and then richard the white dude was like on the halfway free and then they, it was like okay and then um they get in the truck and leave and the other truck with the hogs drives off it separately mm-hmm. um to and i noticed this when we were watching it live and karen was just like i don't know maybe they both got hogs or that one's empty i was like nah sums up with that they would they should be going the same direction unless they're you know one truck's going to do something different right so we go to commercial we come back back in the kingdom they get out the truck and zeke asks morgan how he learned to use that bow staff to which morgan feels like as as always there doesn't need to be a lot of explanation a cheese maker taught me so shout out to the cheese maker like he just says that answer like people will go oh cheese maker. okay cool (laughs) shit then well don't don't tell me nothing bro i get it a cheese maker master yeah Yeah, hasn't a cheese maker taught us all kinds of things Mm -hmm. that's who taught me to shoot this gun you know so he was like a a cheese maker taught me he was like um okay so you done seen some shit uh well look you see ben ben is terrible at killing zombies we tried to get a boy guns uh we tried to get a boy knives and shit he's just not good Mm-mm. maybe it's the the weapon and he needs a better teacher can you train him to do the bow staff and morgan was like well at the end of the day i had to kill somebody with a gun to say carol so bow staff not necessarily the most effective weapon either why is that gonna make him any better and he was like uh well has the boat ezekiel said has the bow staff stayed saved you and morgan was like that's a good point so he's now gonna be his fry tuck and <laughs> train these motherfuckers in the way of the bow staff and shit um because you know and, and it did make sense when he because when he yelled at being like being use your machete it did sound like he had been yelling at ben like they could have done a whole montage of <laughs> him yelling at that boy ben you you ben use the sword damn ben use the axe damn go save him ben use it you know use just, the gun all right just oh, being shit. just being fucking up over and over again um so ben kick him in the head shit that right. don't work either <laughs> so um he's gonna teach but so morgan's gonna teach ben the staff and it's also because he kind of owes them you know mm-hmm. um 
so then they have um uh, a choir singing as there's a montage let me stop you right here let me yes. stop you right here <laughs> we got rid of beth's ass and how are we now stuck with we don't have one big black church woman who can hit us with some gospel no aspiring rappers black white or other in this group come on now how we don't even got a sassy black man leading the choir thank you well we have a pregnant woman leading the choir a pregnant so. woman which also lets us know how soft this this town is they got right you know like like pregnant women in alexandria go on missions and kill people pregnant uh-huh. women here they lead the choir you know like you just got people right. here dedicated to singing okay mm-hmm. life must be so great um, yeah mm-hmm. you can tell like uh are we catholic are we protestant you mean like, what kind of religion was the choir yeah they seem non-denominational okay. to me okay whack yeah seasonless flavorless no it wasn't even mm-hmm. no drums no beat right um so um in this montage they show like um and by the way this music was killing me i, I was laughing oh montage uh <laughs> just the and they had one brother in the back corner and like you don't because you don't know it's a you don't know it's a choir right. until they show the very last part of the montage so it's just like the mm-hmm. fuck is this song he told me had a choir too like we've never had that moment on the show before where it's a fucking just a a, a choir star singing this some old bland ass song and yeah it was a brother in the background like doop 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 or whatever <laughs> yes that bass that tenor um and so in the in the montage basically um carol takes her wheelchair for a spin um she's sitting up in her room and she steals a knife and some chocolate which, <laughs> and she did tell the king that she would eat some chocolate more than she would eat that damn fruit um and then uh also morgan is training ben how to use the bow staff um carol starts talking to a random dude about breakfast cobbler and he also tells her they also have lunch cobbler and she's so overwhelmed with emotion when she finds out they ah! have when she finds out that they also have too much for mm-hmm. when she finds out they also have unlimited pumpkin spice she just loses it and can't take <laughs> it it is that time of the year yeah and she starts she starts uh, crying did, did, didn't she steal some lululemon from the table or something she did uh yeah she started crying he went to go get some tissue and then mm-hmm. she stole some yoga pants uh <laughs> and some some sensible capris a good sports bra yeah uh mm-hmm. from the from the um <laughs> and and a mat uh from 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 the table and put it in underneath her blanket that she had in a wheelchair um and then uh so now she's got knife chocolate clothes i mean she's pretty much ready to leave you know knowing knowing this ninja that's all she needs um so um they finished it with um zeke ezekiel watching morgan finish the training of ben and ben asked morgan if he can read his aikido book that little ass book the cheesemaker gave him and morgan like nah i mean yeah okay fine because ben was like nigga i've read everything the refrigerator manual everything (laughs) just let me read your book okay i'll give it right back um and then right after they get done for you know training and you know it's like that karate kid thing where they're mirroring each other's movements and stuff so ben's fully trained up and um so master splinter did his job 
essentially and zeke in a day yeah in a well i'm assuming this montage took course over some time i don't i don't know how much time i just know morgan said it would be a week till carol was healed i don't i don't know i don't know it could literally be a day it could literally it could have been hours i don't i have no idea honestly time (laughs) like the way they montaged it up like they didn't show the sun going down or coming back up so i don't know maybe it was all maybe ben's a quick study it was on 24 hours you know or maybe ben don't know what the fuck he's doing and he about to go get killed i don't know (laughs) morgan like look i had 24 hours to teach you to have a good one you know Mm mm-hmm anyway zeke comes up and he's like hey um uh, y'all come with us we need y'all for something oh and, and richard says morgan bring your gun and um you know of course this you know it's kind of an ominous thing you know um to say to morgan because we know that morgan uh don't he wouldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight you mm-hmm. know literally no uh so they arrive at this exchange and the exchange is those hogs that they cat that they chase down and and whatnot in the uh in the town and ezekiel's basically explaining that you know we we got these hogs out here they looking good you know gut full of zombie um which is you know why leonard brothers doesn't eat swine you know to this day <laughs> <laughs> oh potatoes i thought it was because pigs are light-skinned like him I thought oh see that wasn't me that wasn't me. i didn't say it you know <laughs> i didn't say it you know but it did make sense though because you know i felt like all my muslim uncles was just watching it like see i told you that damn mm-hmm. swine to kill you um <laughs> the white man is selling that swine killing y'all killing your blood cells um so yeah he was um so they were they they uh had this, the the pigs all looking all uh full and thick um like serena williams and that damn Halloween costume, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, I didn't, let me Google her. I didn't mm. see that. I haven't one. seen that. Sweet I Lord! No, I mean, she went as Flash Dance, and it was Flash Dancing all over there. But guys, I'm telling you, I had it on my Facebook page. Everybody should have, and on Twitter even. Um, but anyway, so um, <laughs> they um, <laughs> they're trading the filthy swine for protection money, and he basically entrusts Morgan with this knowledge. Like, I don't even tell my people in the town back in the kingdom what we doing out here they don't even know this deal is going on but essentially we trade swine we trade produce and swine and all kinds of shit for protection money uh for protection from negan's people so of course morgan already knows about the saviors so to him it's like okay so their influence is spread this far right um, well, wait a minute. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. It is at this point where it occurred to me, like, you know, we've been thinking that maybe they have spies in Alexandria, mm-hmm. but maybe Deanna already had a deal worked out with them that she just didn't share. Possibly. It could be, you know. You know? Yeah. Uh, it could be, you know, because it's, it's just like their their influence stretches so far, and it mm-hmm. seems like leaders are keeping these secrets from their people. So who knows? Although I will say gregory didn't keep it a secret at the hilltop like the hilltop clearly was like uh you know a situation where everybody knew negan and them because you know typically negan don't um negan don't leave room for your people not to know when he bash a motherfucker head in right you know so yeah but but alexander was running low on supplies already so 
you know, maybe, I mean, and they, they were having parties in there. They were living basically like the um, kingdom. Mm-hmm. And even back then, now that we're like looking at Negan saying they know the lay of the land there, I really think either or either somebody from Negan's camp has, I think one of you guys said earlier, infiltrated, had infiltrated Alexandria and was feeding them stuff. But I, I never trusted Deanna. Mm. I mean, yeah, like like I said, I'm I'm not poo pooing the idea. I just I'm saying I I don't know. You know what I mean? That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Maybe that is what happened. Um, I guess I just I, the I think by the time Rick and them took over, she would have had no choice to tell them at some point because she had basically yielded all leadership over to them. I don't know how she who she would have even trusted to keep it. Pri- it would have been a that would have been a big deal that would have come up at some point anyway if she really uh did it for that reason but yeah but but it would make some sort of sense because the whole thing with alexandria was they did realize they needed protection and they were recruiting people so if that that's a similar theme with all these other places that we've seen that have run into negan is we need more people you know so yeah i mean yeah no i'm not i'm not saying it's not possible definitely anything is possible with this show um but it'll be interesting to see if they went back and because i that would assume that would have to be addressed um mm-hmm. uh so yeah yeah so they um are at this meet at the swap meet and uh mm-hmm. negan's people roll up a woman leans over to morgan to be like oh yeah so these people call themselves and he said i know who they are and then he went to commercial uh we get back some long-haired jesus-looking hippie motherfucker ah. starts taunting richard and richard uh you know saying like you know we letting y'all off light with these eight pigs or whatever meanwhile the other dude that was in charge uh gavin he was like oh yeah man this is a lot of pigs y'all doing a good job you know yeah he's like i'm not trying to fuck up the relationship dog yeah but 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 fucking th- this dick was just like um yeah man uh fuck y'all and then richard was like man i think you got that backwards like we the ones letting y'all off easy um which sounds like the people of the kingdom wouldn't mind going to war with nigga and them you know yeah and that has a lot to do with why he was like i cannot tell my people that i'm doing this because they will want to fight and that means we're gonna lose people maybe Mm -hmm. i mean they just don't seem he don't seem scared i put it that way richard ain't seem scared (laughs) Well, Richard, Richard, when I realized they were giving these the the, the zombie gut filled pigs mm-hmm. to Negan's people, I was like, Richard is my level of petty. Like, yes. I, I like his way of thinking. Yeah, and you know what's funny is they could have fed them hogs crops. They could have mm-hmm. fed them all kind of slop and all kind. Mm mm. He wanted mm-hmm. them to be full of zombie guts. Right, he was like, "Cause fuck you." Yeah, like y'all eat this. Mm-hmm. It's like when you spit in somebody's food at a, as a waiter or something. Like it's just petty for no reason. But I understood. Oh, he had a reason. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's is <laughs> is that level of pettiness that just don't come natural to folks. He, right. Like he's mm-hmm. a petty PhD. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's <laughs> and it sounds like they probably may have went through the same thing that um, Rick and them group. Is, is going through now i can't what do you mean because i don't know that Egan have showed up and was like hey i'm taking your shit here's the thing well you know what i'll get into that i have a theory on that i'll okay. put it that way because right as of right now they haven't said that they killed anybody and then um uh, the guy even told gavin told them at the end of this ex- exchange 
after richard got into it with the hippie guy and then ezekiel tells richard we don't do things that way and the hippie guy punches richard twice and then gavin eventually orders the hippie dude to stop punching richard and then they drive off and he and he makes a squealing sound and uh gavin tells him to have next week is produce so produce <laughs> uh which is a good line sound like something my mama would say about grades or something um it's like next week is produce so y'all better produce and make sure you have everything on the list and not nothing less or whatever and he's like okay cool so they they he's like if you're not if you don't he go first so they drive off and richard is pissed or whatever and Ezekiel helps him up is like we'll talk about this later or whatever um and he orders uh and, and then everybody and he goes and talks to other people and um morgan was like uh standing by himself and zeke comes up and says so you dealt with these people before you know the man you killed when my people found you and he was like yeah is that why you got me here because y'all wanted me to to kill these people because when the shit went down everybody pulled their guns at this little swap meet morgan was looking at his gun like uh cuba Gooden jr in the car at the end of boys in the hood <laughs> like he didn't want to pull he that. pulled it out really fast but he pulled it really fast Mm-hmm. but then he was looking at that shit like like furious styles was in his head like don't do it son get out the car you ain't got to be a man this way you know like that kind of shit you think you a man because you could pull a trigger like he was hearing all that in his head and he didn't uh he didn't you know it like he wasn't ready to bust man um and i don't know if that woman who was talking to him peeped game or not but she had a look on her face kind of at the end like maybe she peeped that he wasn't too gung-ho about pulling that gun and, and using it um so um anyway at the end gavin says to zeke um you don't want us to have to bring negan out here because he's gonna go first pointing to richard Mm -hmm. because richard had bucked up which is makes me wonder has negan killed anybody you see what i'm saying because he's making it sound almost like we didn't kill any of y'all yet but if y'all you know don't go along with this shit i we will be back and we will bring negan and we will make a statement and then your people will know Mm -hmm. and I guess uh, because this is a little forward, you know, he did mention like they had fought before, so that's why I was like, well, did he? Did they go out people before? Because when did they? When did he mention they fought before? Because oh, it's, it's like further. I remember um, Morgan and the little um, uh, Morgan and his uh, Padawan was training, and they was at the lunch table, <clears throat> and he was telling him. Well, hold on, we're getting to that scene. Right? He so, didn't say he didn't say they fought before we'll get into that scene right i i, I yeah i wrote it all down i okay, got well, i got don't make sense how does it not make sense i mean okay. he might have just came up to them and been like hey dog we got the numbers and we're gonna take y'all shit unless y'all and you know unless y'all want us to come up here and fuck shit up and maybe ezekiel it said they do have superior numbers let's just give them the fucking pigs we'll talk about when we get to, to all right. that part all right all right it's, it's, it's coming yeah. up next it's coming up next um so yeah so then we get back uh in the cafeteria and ben is is uh sitting at lunch with morgan and a kid named dutch who apparently ben is raising uh says he's leaving to go watch movie movie night and uh i'm like these niggas have movie night anyway movie night movie night damn shit must be nice anyway 
like just like the the suburbs of the apocalypse i don't know what's going on anyway um the kid uh he tell um, basically ben tells him to eat all his vegetables before he goes and he says i don't know what i'm doing raising them but zeke has been a big help and apparently zeke is a big help because um uh ben's father was ezekiel's like right hand man and um he died and morgan asked how did he die and he says they were clearing buildings and they ran they went up into a zombie building and eight people basically got killed because they didn't clear the building the right way and that's why his dad is dead and they lost eight people that day um and ezekiel doesn't basically clear buildings and shit anymore because of that uh he's been a lot more careful um you know and so then um he also tells morgan at this time that um you know do you not want to uh yeah that that zeke doesn't tell the rest of the people about the negan deal because the people would want to fight if they found out and we don't have the numbers so he's not gonna tell them um so that's why i say it doesn't sound like they fought before it sounds like he's saying this is this is the only way to avoid a fight because we will get decimated so why even do this okay because so that because probably because they go horseback riding and you know hiking and shit they cross areas and was like hey this group is a little bit bigger than we think we don't really want to fuck with them yeah it sounds like it okay. or that, whatever that, you now, know that makes sense i thought that story was, was like hey my daddy used to be one of the best fighters no he died during the right. during the clearing of a building of zombies okay here now here's my theory that i said i was gonna get to later i think they did run into Negan, and I think he did kill his daddy. And I just think that's what Zeke told them. Like, that oh, some of okay. our people died clearing this building, but like at some point, somebody got Lucille to the head, maybe ate somebody's, and he was like, okay, we definitely can't go back and tell everybody we got our ass kicked. We'll just make this deal, and the people I trust the most. Because, I mean, Ezekiel is essentially an older jamaican man okay his whole life is a lie okay <laughs> like it's, no, it's nothing for he him he got all the jobs right he don't know he don't know the truth okay any woman that's dated one will tell you bumble clap he is not <laughs> i can't help it y'all I know he is not familiar with the truth okay so um you know he was maybe well, maybe he's been maybe everything he said is questionable in my opinion knowing that this nigga talks like he's straight out the renaissance fair and has a pet tiger you have to question everything that comes out of his mouth so i think and heavy as the head to wear the crown maybe he's just telling people what he thinks they need to know right. and i don't think he's and it would make sense to why he's so sensitive to ben also if if he was part of involved in this thing that got his dad killed that's my guess i don't know that's just a theory guys so. miss mark i was thinking the little boy was ben's little brother like mm. i don't know or maybe like somebody that they his you know the father was taken care of before they got to the kingdom maybe because i don't see anybody as young as ben really giving two shits about a little kid whether yeah. it's epoch or not you know young people are habitually selfish the mm. second thing is in this discussion do you guys remember when morgan asked the question of ben he said um um and you think he's right we should fight he used the word we like he's mm. already made himself a part of their group right right 
yeah and and yeah i I mean my assumption was they had some prior relationship as well like it's just that Mm -hmm. he was saying i don't have no business raising them because i i just don't know what the fuck i'm doing right because i'm a kid too (laughs) and i can't even kill zombies Mm -hmm. with machetes knives forks anything i'll just this this both this both staff was the last straw guys i don't even know what what we're doing Mm -hmm. so um uh and then he asked uh morgan about his book and he said i saw in your keto book it has something about not killing uh did you write that he said no and he says uh i mean morgan says no he didn't write the not killing part in there and not taking a life and he basically asked like so is that what you believe and morgan basically says not really he seems to have come around on this killing thing him and carol fought all last season over that bullshit Mm -hmm. and he basically said a person can change their mind you know like yeah not not everything's written in stone dog sometimes you gotta kill a motherfucker because he he had to do it to save carol that dude would not let morgan have another chance another option besides taking his life it was no other option mm-hmm. so um i thought that was interesting and and morgan sees what happens when you allow certain people to live that shit end up mm-hmm. coming back yeah he seems a bit less resolute on his uh less resolute on his not taking a life stance he's i thought i had it i did but i'm just fumbling through sometimes we change our minds and then uh he said he didn't want to go to movie night because he had to go check on carol uh because carol um you know apparently is sitting up in her room with a knife a full set of clothes and some chocolate yes and i also (laughs) think while he was talking to him he came to the realization that people change and that you know sometimes you just have to because he basically had a conversation with him probably one the same conversation he probably should have with carol like hey you got to make your own choice you got to make your own decision it really made him think well Mm -hmm. hey let me go talk to carol and tell her she can do whatever the fuck she wants to do yeah uh so when he said he had to go talk to carol you think that's what he was going to say is like i can't hold you here right right and kind of giving her permission to leave if she wanted to what about you miss smart you think that's what he was going to say i think that's part of it but i think part of it is also that he was going to admit that hey maybe this whole killing people thing you might have something there Mm. which is interesting because she seems to be done with killing in her own way right like she'll do it Uh if she absolutely has to but she seems to be trying to avoid any situation where she would have to take a life because of the ptsd she she's i mean she's seeing zombies as people and shit she's i'm like i'm fucked up right now um anyway he gets to the room and carol's gone because of course she's carol she threw down smoke pellet uh-huh. and said i told y'all i was getting the fuck out of here right she was like anytime any place i can do a smoke pellet and i'm out uh and she was sneaking out of the compound at night and she's walking through the garden area and she stops to eat a pomegranate which is funny because she wouldn't take ezekiel's pomegranate which i think was always a metaphor for herself bit on the outside but still basically good in the, in the middle mm-hmm. Um, and as she is sneaking through the garden, uh, Ezekiel says, like, hey, girl, it's sad to see you leave, but I love to watch you walk away, you know? Um, <laughs> and he throws, like, I don't know, an ember into a fire, and the fire lights up, and you can see it's not just him, but Jerry's with him. Um, and he's like, um, where you going, Carol? 
uh, you know we would love for you to stay and carol's like what good am i here you know pulling her full like it, man that actress is so good because it's like you can see the mask come on like it's just like but mm-hmm. what good am i here you know i'm just a sweet old innocent lady and um he says uh to jerry leave us and jerry's like well just holler if you need me i'll be in, i stay in hollering <laughs> lane i stay in hollering range deuces i know he was hilarious to me he's so adorable right i know i can't wait to zombies eat him oh they're gonna tear him to pieces <laughs> they're gonna eat his sweet don't say that dogs. y'all y'all don't never y'all don't know he could be like um eugene and finally get his strength you know maybe have his secret strength about him still maintain his soft personality but be about that zombie life you know oh. I, I think they can't kill jerry because he's aging at this point i mean we've we see how people watch the show you know it's just <laughs> it's no more rhyme or reason to anything like i thought everybody was like me where i don't give a fuck what color you are if i don't like you i hope you die nah, but, I don't but uh like you know uh apparently not everybody feels like that I, they can kill all the black people that annoy me i don't give a fuck it's the z-pac <laughs> baby shit i was rooting so hard no for him to kill. listen i rooted so hard for him to kill t-dog you know what i'm saying <laughs> that shit was late to me like people was talking about giving up the show because of glenn i was ready to give up the show because t-dog was living <laughs> anyway <laughs> <laughs> t-dog go from no lines to all the lines i was like brother you about to go right anytime same thing with noah right yeah anytime you start giving me that backstory i'm like oh your ass is dead you poor sweet innocent black person <laughs> they're about to take you out you know i was born on a corn farm i'm like oh this nigga dead oh. <laughs> stop talking to these white people you're gonna die <laughs> uh <laughs> at any rate um so yeah basically he tells jerry he can leave and jerry like holla at your boy if you need me deuces and he's like all right then jerry um and so zeke basically walks over to carol is like girl why you tripping you know you need to stay here and she's like nigga you full of shit and he was like you know what they say never bullshit a bullshitter um and he was like you know i'm on to your sweet innocent act we looked in your your bag and it was full of munitions from the saviors um and he said you did more than put up a fight carol you won and she says by ending up here um and she called the kingdom a joke and said at least out there it's real and she just wanted to find a place to just exist and that's it um and she said he was selling a fairy tale and he said well what do people need fairy tales um and she sat down on the couch and he sat next to her and he uh finally broke character you know which oh, wait, we, wait yeah she knew exactly what he was talking about about people needing that situation because remember she told rick you know these people are children about alexandria children need stories yeah so he knew she understood exactly what he was saying oh she not only does she know i think but I, here's the thing where i think carol's at carol realized that she couldn't do that fake shit without actually mm-hmm. starting to care about those people right no matter how tough she, she thinks she wants to be inside she still cares about those people and it hurts her to see those people let die mm-hmm. you can and tell. it hurts her to lose people 
and ultimately this huge this big ass second half of the season exploration that we went on with carol has been one big defense mechanism against losing everything mm-hmm. she's you know mm-hmm. i you know who i think hurt her the most when little sam died man yeah i think i think little sam Mm -hmm. she pretended to hate that little boy and i think Mm -hmm. sam died fucked her up because she was evil to sam man like she like she tried to be sweet and nice sometimes but like he just wouldn't stop seeing the good in her no matter how she treated him right you know and i think that fucked her up and he was a child of abuse and she's a mother and uh and a woman who's been abused i really think all this shit comes back to sam man Mm -hmm. all of it I think that that's when she broke yeah i don't think she's been the same since sam got killed dog like we know she a warrior and a badass but at that point she said i have to stop being attached to anybody because this shit hurts right, too much right. that's my guess guys right. anyway don't want any strings attached because it's one of those things where if and i think she even said it like if you're around people that you care you're gonna have to kill to mm-hmm. protect them yeah and he says uh basically like people want somebody to believe dog they won't believe in these fairy tales these niggas needed a king and it is what it is okay and he's like um you know uh yeah people want someone to follow his human nature and he had, like i said he stopped speaking in that flowery ass renaissance language mm-hmm. and was just like they want someone to make them feel safe and he was smooth too by the way like he was saying I'm that right he was saying it with the same tone that you like come on girl you ain't gonna give me them time come on you really came all the way down here you gonna leave in the cold like he was talking like that tone but to carol right and he's like they want someone to make them feel safe people who feel safe are less dangerous more productive they see a dude with a tiger shit they that's when i was like he done broke it when he hit that shit he was like they see a dude with a tiger shit they start i was like only thing left is for him to just be like these crackers be like oh oh he completely (laughs) completely cold switched on her ass uh you said i think what you guys what you guys may not know is that this is the exact way this is the exact uh dialogue that creflo dollar used to get tammy i mean Mm. taffy excuse me his wife Mm. this this is this is a standard first lady of mega church speech it does sound like uh he says this to all the other fellow pastors in this area like when ah. they get when they're playing their poker games on saturday nights uh you I'm know gambling. whining and dining these floozies that he'd be <laughs> like listen <laughs> man i walk up in there man i said shit man these niggas ain't never seen a pimp like this you know so i'm mm-hmm. fu- i'm fucking two of the people in the usher board i'm telling you right now oh, um no. that is my baby the rumors are true so uh yeah he broke character and he says uh people start telling stories about finding the tiger in the wild wrestling into submission turning into his pet they make the guy larger than life a hero and who am i to burst their bubble they needed someone to follow so i acted the part i faked it till i made it i was a zookeeper and i said damn and he basically said uh he knows keeping a tiger ain't practical because it eats as much as 10 people the shea butter budget alone is just a fortune ridiculous you know um and he said that tiger could yank my arm clean off if it wanted to it was like basically he the tiger got hurt one time it fell into a pit and cut his paw or some shit and it was bleeding and he saved his life and he was like um after that the tiger loved me and then once the z hit i went back to the zoo and it was he was one of the few animals left 
so i basically freed them and, and we rolled out together now we've been dogs ever since you know i wouldn't be the pimp that i am without this nigga and and vice versa so um mm-hmm. you know he's like so you know you need to believe in things beyond yourself and she was like uh cool story bro i'm leaving uh nothing about your story let me start the next session real quick uh i'm gonna i'm gonna bring everybody back in a second hold on guys okay uh because i we're gonna get cut off if i don't but yeah he was like uh cool story bro uh i mean she was like cool story bro that's that's real nice you and that tiger best friends but that shit ain't got nothing to do with your girl that's real cute yeah um and let me prepare to go live again i need to invite some people on screen okay invite you on screen there we go and i need to invite miss smart back as soon as this thing scrolls down all right just invited miss smart back and as soon as she asked back on we'll just uh continue exactly where we left off mm-hmm. it shouldn't take but a second do 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 but yeah i love when he just came out of character it was just like listen girl these His white folks eating out my hand mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like he went from all that ye old dragon shit to just yeah, listen these these niggas don't know what a, what a pimp do uh all right mm-hmm. <laughs> he did everything but be like and the gold is for the for the money and the green is for the honeys or whatever the like ah. <laughs> this ain't nothing but this ain't nothing but the same old suit we hit it uh you know like a pimp do like a pimp do uh hold on this is the bitch right here hold on hey bitch what's going on wow. um, <laughs> i love that movie <laughs> uh so yeah you know he says um uh, but you know he played he was in community theater that's how he played you know uh the shakespearean plays and martin, martin luther and all this shit and he says uh you know the real the only thing is his real name really is ezekiel you know but they call me and this is when i knew not only mm-hmm not only was he from Detroit, but he was probably in a Jack and Jill chapter, mm. and he still went to Tuskegee. Like, mm. you know, that all that uh, I was in play stuff. Yeah, that's some uppity Negro stuff from Detroit. Mm, okay, yeah, I was waiting for him to be like, you know, they called me Zeke Daddy back in Cleveland, but it's cool, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so then uh, he said he appreciated she kept it between them and told her, you know you know can just keep it between us uh not just i mean for the people and you know a little bit just for me too uh because she had accused him of wanting power and that's the reason he really did all this shit which to be fair didn't really seem like it i mean it didn't feel like he was abusing his power like Mm-mm. you know like it wasn't like he was like fair maidens with which wench shall go to my bed chamber tonight like he, yeah. he didn't seem like that kind of ruler right he, he seemed more like a nigga that really like pomegranates you know like he was like i get yeah. two pomegranates for being king <laughs> right is he wouldn't heavy-handed don't sound yeah. like he mistreated people he just basically let people flourish yeah you never even saw him like talk down to anybody because mm-hmm. because i feel like if they wanted to imply that he was a bad guy of some type they would have shown some hints of him being like 
listen ben i'll smack your ass oh here comes morgan good day morgan how you doing like he didn't even have those moments it was all like everyone liked him he was very regal but in the kindest sense you know what i mean right and everybody's uh, like everything function i'm fed we get movie night we have no complaints the, the one thing we might see is maybe what they'll try to imply that he's some type of coward for not wanting to fight negan true but after what we see negan do to rick, rick. and them we don't as an audience we're not prepared to call this nigga a coward Mm-mm. as much as we're prepared to call him smart you know what i mean <laughs> like like we need yeah, to he, see he probably didn't have that look in his eye like rick did <laughs> we need to see like rick and them like put a dent in negan shit before we start being like well why y'all don't fight him you know right now we like oh we see why you don't fight him just give him the pigs you know mm-hmm. better the pigs and, and really let's be fair he, he he had they have a good setup they got freaking wheelchair ramps Mm-hmm. We don't. We're not even in a Z park right now, and people are, you know, having to be lifted up steps. Mm-hmm. This town has wheelchair ramps. Yeah, they right. have wheel- and a choir, a bad choir, but a choir nonetheless. Right. Yes, they even have like oh, people are just people do laundry. Like when Carol uh mm-hmm. stole her yoga outfit, it was full fledged laundry. Like they were yeah. washing sheets and beds. And- I, I saw a Popeyes in one scene. Ah, ah no. yeah. Yep. They got a they got a, a Popeyes like a, a good one, mm-hmm. yeah Hennessy yeah they and like they Popeyes was open till like midnight I saw it, mm. so mm-hmm. got them good hours right, um mm-hmm. they, uh, they they didn't run out of spicy on Sundays or nothing, Mm-mm. uh and they still had the five dollar box so I was like yo it's lit it is lit over here okay um so and a free cobbler with every meal here's a here's mm-hmm. the here's the thing after zeke's confession to carol the thing that that i thought was i bet in his own way negan is every bit as much of a character as Ezekiel is because mm. both i bet negan thinks this is what you need to do to lead a group and to have power and to provide your followers with whatever it takes to continue to survive in this bleak bleak world he's doing it with fear in his own mind right but he but i bet you in some ways negan is because if you think about negan he's a theatrical uh just uh i mean it's it's very like what he's doing is so theatrical it's very much like the gladiator pits and the you know mm-hmm. like it's, it's 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 so much playing for an audience you know and of course since it's a fictional thing obviously the audience is also us but just as his actions within this world if you just didn't even think of us as an audience at home the audience of rick and his men like he plays you know when he hits uh when he hits abe with with the lucille and turns around he's like oh it's my dirty girl like that's for us that's for that's for us to be afraid of him that's not for um his himself like i don't know that if negan was walking around by himself in the z-pock that he's acting that way i think he is as much a i believe this is what it takes for leadership as ezekiel is uh, yeah I, that's I, my guess yeah we, we yeah. eventually they'll probably go into that but yeah I, and i think rick rick has done this and uh as as miss martin pl- uh pointed out mm-hmm. when carol told him this is what these people need their children and shit like everyone in a leadership position uses a certain bit of theatrics to get their way of course negan is essentially trump to rick's hillary or whatever like right. you know uh <laughs> like it ain't exactly like he like his methods are a tad bit more savage 
but the point is they all play theater you know um anyway megan is like what would happen if lee um from principles got power like megan yes. is sassy. yes ah! if lee got power come on dog <laughs> if lee got power it would be a wrap um which makes me think if all these people are playing characters and they're getting amassing power via playing characters and making people believe in them and follow them is it too much of a stretch to believe that somewhere in atlanta tyler perry as medea has his own following because i would love to see what that cult would be like in the z pop i want to see the all black cult because i get you know because it's funny not just all black the medea cult i don't want to see just the all black Mm -hmm. cult i want to see everybody needs a leader and Medea is that leader and we know that it's tyler perry in the wig but people need something to believe they, in they won't care so they don't care you know like it's just like when they start that meetings it's hilarious. like everybody come together hallelujah and everybody's like hallelujah um ah! but what we do know is they would have yellow potato salad yes they would course. have good big black woman church singing with wigs askew mm-hmm. they would have all the shea butter because we know well in atlanta there probably would be a run on shea butter but in other places they are like whole chinese wig shops that have gone untouched yeah instead like, of it would, it would be a, a solid setup instead of a tiger they have like pit bulls man king you know yep stuff like that you know uh i could get into it is all i'm saying um they, they can make that another they can make that another spinoff instead of fear the walking dead it could be slay the walking dead yes slay medea uh medea tyler perry presents medea's the walking dead i will watch that me too um <laughs> no no it will be it will be medea day dead y'all yeah <laughs> zombies uh yeah <laughs> um it, at any rate so um she's like well i'm leaving anyway and he said where are you going she said away and he said he was sorry and she said what you sorry for and the fact that she turned around when he said he was sorry made me think there's still hope for carol mm-hmm. you know because like she wants to be given a reason to stay you know yeah, and, does. and he said um i'm sorry for whatever you went through and he suggested that you know he's basically like um there's still life and where there's still life there's hope and you know it's not perfect but it's life and you shouldn't give up on it and i hope that's not what you're running away from as she turned around she had tears in her eyes she was like so what if i am and i was like it will make sense that somebody that was masquerading around with this defense mechanism of his own would reach her right because she got a super her her martha stewart shit is a complete defense mechanism yes sir and he was basically like you know find a compromise like don't give up you know and she was like why do you care and he said because i'm into white women's and ah. she said and he said and because it makes me feel good and morgan mm-hmm. and, and so he said why don't you find a way to leave but to stay to, to go but to not go right and she and then he was like i can have my people meet you at the gate and they can help you find whatever that solution is and they went to break and we came back and morgan and carol were on horses leaving the kingdom and uh at at first i was like are they going back to alexandra are they just leaving she's like fuck that shit because morgan ain't really one of his people necessarily you know even though he did say we 
earlier yeah, yeah i think morgan has bought in morgan might not go back right right that like because but at the time we didn't know he was one of his people necessarily but maybe now I, th- I mean he clearly was taking the horses back to the kingdom when he got done so maybe he is one of the people and also i think that it might sound weird but i think ezekiel gets him more than rick uh uh the, mm. reason, the reason why i say that is because you know rick and um morgan morgan literally went back and forth about the killing not killing you know they had a lot of conflict you know with that part and i think with ezekiel he initially got mad like dog why you bring me out here with these guns he was like i bought you out here because i know you won't kill and basically he needed the situation to be peaceful here's my thing i don't think ezekiel gets morgan more than red i just think morgan ain't on that bullshit no more so true it's easier to fit in when you ain't on some bullshit that's all true if, if he if that would have been rick instead of ezekiel when they went out to meet those people he would have been like give them all the pigs rick why are you even fighting them you know just let them kill us talk to them have you tried talking to them like no nigga mm-hmm. like he this time he was like oh nah these niggas will kill us so nah i don't fuck with them at all yeah, he was like we ran into them before yeah he did pull that gun mm-hmm. this time with if, if it would have yeah. been fucking if if they would have been in that same situation with Morgan and one of the fucking saviors would start beating up Daryl or some shit, he would have been like, Daryl, turn the other cheek. <laughs> Don't take a life. Like, fuck out of here, Morgan. He just wasn't on no bullshit. It's easy yeah, to, that, that's true. It's so much easier to fit in when you, you know, ain't on some bullshit. Message. Anyway. <laughs> um, so they have these horses. They go back. They actually go to the house where Morgan left the flag up on the mailbox and where the zombie was just looking out of the window watching the asphalt grow um Mm -hmm. and uh they get off the horses and carol almost apologizes like she she pulls an amy schumer like it's like nine nine tenths (laughs) of an apology she's like um i'm glad thank god we're here and he was like why you say that and she was like because we did this for 10 more minutes I might have started to regret all the times I tried to stab or shoot you. And he says, not missing a beat. I think you might be my favorite person I ever knocked out. Definitely top two or three. Take care of yourself. Which I thought was awesome. Because uh, he did knock out Rick, so maybe he liked Rick more than her. I don't know. Um, he then puts the mailbox flag closed in the down position uh, with his staff and rides off with both of the horses, clearly going back to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And Carol goes and clears the house of the walker that was in there and begins to gentrify the zombie neighborhood. Uh, ah. She later puts up a Whole Foods. It was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, later, Carol has a fire going by the fireplace and a knock comes on the door and she looked like, who the fuck is this? Right. And I was like, who's knocking on that goddamn door? Right. But the, but, the, but the tiger roared before that. No, like, after it that. It was after the, the ground yeah it was okay. yeah she looks up like the fuck is this knocking my door then it's a growl then she has a knowing look like oh it's ezekiel mm-hmm. yes like she didn't open that door until she heard that tiger growl by the way which still only carol would be a badass enough to be like it's just a tiger nigga 
<laughs> you would have never got in my house you might as well be a jehovah witness dog you put as soon as i heard that tiger growl i'm like hey man i'm looking at the people you need to put that tiger out back or something bro <laughs> i don't even fuck with dogs like that yeah hey man can you put that you ain't got no pen or nothing for this tiger put it in the car or something roll the window so down y'all y'all remember when michonne went to woodbury and her how her facial expression was very aggressive toward the governor yeah i just imagine in this scenario of her going to the kingdom mm-hmm. her being like motherfucker got a tiger like right. y'all just gonna sit like y'all just gonna be okay with this like some because i know morgan wouldn't do it but somebody gotta keep it real be like the fuck i'm not the fuck, i'm not going in there like you gotta put your hands on those wheels in the wheelchair be like no we ain't rolling no further bro we That's, ain't rolling no further that really has to be the next running the thing on the show is everyone's reaction to the tiger right ah like what happens when everyone sees the tiger i'm almost now i'm actually sad that abe is dead because he would have had some good shit to say about mm-hmm. that oh, yeah. you it would just show up mother balls or whatever and like ah! <laughs> uh at any rate um he uh it's ezekiel it was at the door and he got on his good shirt and um chilling with his tiger and he holding a pomegranate and he was like uh you know you got you really got to try one of these he didn't even have his armor on or nothing or his coat uh and then that was the end and meanwhile tobin somewhere back in alexandria like is my baby coming home <laughs> no she not Mm-mm. once she go black Mm-mm. exactly um but uh I, I don't why do y'all think he showed up to to at carol's house uh miss smart to hit okay so you think you think Zeke is gonna chop down Carol's sweet geriatric golden girl cakes to smithereens? I think so. I think he she poses a challenge. She's probably been the first person who's shown up and wore a mask for him. Okay. And do you think that uh she'll end up toting a gut full of regal dreadlocks, or you think that it's too late for that in her life? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He already calculated that. He thinks he he thinks she's menopausal and he knows well she's not black so she's not gonna get uh pregnant at 45 like black women do okay so he's he's done the ah! math i mean and we do need some swirl okay because we lost mm-hmm. uh we lost abe to sasha and rosita which was double swirl and then we also lost mm-hmm. um glenn and maggie which counts as the swirl also so we definitely mm-hmm. lost some swirl now and uh karen what about you you think it's gonna be a, a sovereign swirl alert uh guess who's smashing carol sweet Ma- I- Guess who's smashing Carol's sweet ivory cakes down to the white meat? Yes. Okay, Carol. Karen is predicting swirl as well. All right, all right. Well, maybe we'll get some Viagra love going in the Z pop. You know, get smash some of that gray together. You know what I'm saying? Some mean gay rubbing knee hugging love. That's what I want to see. She. Uh I've been waiting for somebody to chop down Carol's cakes for a minute uh all right we have a uh, feedback to get to and then we'll get out of here of course you know feedback is brought to you by loot crate mm-hmm. loot crate is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcratecom slash tbgwt and enter code tbgwt to save three dollars off of any new subscription if you listening to this episode you clearly are into nerdery and nerd shit okay you a nerd i know you try to act like you cool because it's popular now but this some nerdy shit we talking about zombies y'all fucking zombies right. all right so instead of trying to be better than everybody go to lootcrate.com slash tvgwt and put in code tvgwt and make sure you guys get uh some magical gear okay um they are basically saying 
uh this month get your get your wands ready pre-measure your potions and get ready for november's enchanting theme magical we cast a powerful ancient spell to deliver you this 100 percent exclusive crate featuring bewitching items from dr strange fantastic beasts and where to find them and big trouble in little china and more oh i love me some big trouble in little china oh that is a classic and you can also upgrade to the loot crate dx which we have and i'm about to open it right now yeah this is the last month this is from october okay so thing was horror the hard the horror was a thing hardest thing is to not open this shit when we get it because of the fucking show guys honestly unlike us you'll be able to open yours at home right away but uh we want to be surprised so yeah so it's a true opening all right let's see what we got in here all right we got um oh a sweater Mm. okay so got a a, a ghost sweater up in here mm-hmm. and that's the it's the scream oh my god oh yeah it's the screen it's the scream bad guy like villain but it's also doing the painting the screen pose yes. oh that's sick that's neat oh all right let's see what else we got here um we got uh oh the chain a chainsaw power bank for uh ash and the evil dead um let's see micro usb charging cable included so i can charge this shit and have like oh, a oh that's neat that's huge yeah i mean like a uh a nice little chainsaw toy okay that'll be going on the shelf let's see what else we got here oh, so damn. you didn't have to fight later on i know layla be coming out looking at my toys y'all she be like, like i want them all like baby you can't have all our stuff mm-hmm. right like baby some of that's for me i'm a nerd um the thing uh, Aww. uh <laughs> ew, this is gross uh <laughs> at any rate um let's see what else we got <laughs> that's gross um full moon presents delirium i guess it's a magazine or something um all right cool you get a little magazine action up in here with is it a comic um no it's not a comic it's just okay. a magazine um but it talks about a bunch of scary shit sci-fi um, stuff yep all right let's see what else we got and we have warning co- coffee dweller zombie mug inside another mm. mug I like mugs. Yeah, we do drink a lot of coffee around here and tea. Okay, so I mean, you can almost ask us what's the tea because it's gonna be some tea in here. <laughs> oh, this mug is ridiculous, guys! Oh, in addition a- to the Walking Dead official zombie mug, on the inside is a fucking zombie. Oh, oh. look at look here. Yeah, look on the inside. It's like a little zombie figurine inside of it oh man and last thing is they have a print for the evil dead um like that so boom man all that shit lootcrate.com is everything yep lootcrate.com slash tbgwt three dollars off and like i said you can get the loot crate dx and get all the wearable stuff and all kinds of stuff man just go there and click on things all right jeremy writes in dear rod and karen y'all are awesome and i love your show wife and i love this week's episode as for the last two years we've been running a renaissance fair and our friends with a zookeeper who takes care of big cats <laughs> so if the crusaders seem cool to you 
uh head to memphis post zpoc and find our group regards team shiva cuddles oh p.s i'm so i'm so here for king zeke and queen carol happening seems like everybody's in for the for that oh shit there's gotta be somebody hating oh y'all daryl carol shippers probably hating oh yeah uh emil writes in hello karen rod and guest this particular episode was such a change in tone from the premiere that it seemed like almost a different show yeah they've done that several times I must admit that at the beginning I had the same attitude as Carol towards Ezekiel, thinking these fools are just waiting to get killed. Toward the end, I was more impressed with his pragmatism. He found a way to exist in this world and had accepted the fact that the saviors are a reality and their best bet is to maintain the status quo versus trying to war. Yeah, I mean, Rick probably real should see it come to that conclusion. So as to not waste time, I have two questions for y'all. One, do you think the fact that Carol and Morgan killed some saviors will come back to haunt the kingdom? no because nobody alive knows right if i'm not mistaken carol killed everybody involved with that that saw her right but that one dude and morgan killed that one right followed her so they should be good right everybody else from that group is dead and they probably assume rick and them killed all those dudes correct two considering the fact that the king slid up to carol dms at the end of the episode do you think he wants to offer her that d thanks for your uh thanks for the recap guys (laughs) well i think we've all said that we think that uh king ezekiel would love to give her the royal staff okay <laughs> i'm just saying she was not the only pussy he wants to pet is what i'm saying guys come on uh <laughs> uh walking dead feedback from eve who says hi rod karen and miss smart that's right she waited till it was announced i think we needed this episode after the heaviness the heaviness of last week i know a bunch of fans are pissed off wait do we lose miss smart oh no she said she'd be right back okay cool all right i know a bunch of fans are pissed off because they thought they would see rick and crew fall and the fallout from glenn and a's death they were so upset and that was funny as hell seeing them cry about it with some are these same fans who were talking about how violent the show has become yes you cannot be one of them fans talking about oh it's too much it's too much i quit the show and then when they go lighthearted the next week where's the violence uh y'all wanted to see them bury them headless uh pizza pie corpses uh (laughs) (laughs) that would have been funny as afterwards they would have scooped up the brains too gotta bury them all karen all of them i bet they don't show rick and crew again next week either and Mm -hmm. when they don't i'm gonna laugh and laugh and troll which is i'm fine with that yo for real i was thinking about this if the start of this season is we get introduced to the kingdom then we get introduced to negan's camp and then we go back to alexandra i'd be perfect with that right because those are i actually have more questions about the kingdom which got answered and negan's camp than i do about anything in alexandria right you know and i you know and then it'll make more sense when you know they bring the that when uh the saviors roll up in alexandria like where's our shit uh uh so she says um i bet they don't show rick and crew again next week either and they when they don't i'm gonna laugh and laugh and troll well from the previews don't look like they are possibly yeah possibly possibly uh i love king ezekiel and love the way he broke it down to carol about him having to play a role for people to follow he does have a point all the leaders rick's crew have run into have been over the top in some shape or form even rick is a bit over the top at times he did run up on a dude because he wanted to screw his wife negan is also just a care is also just a character 
i like that ezekiel is different a different type of character he was probably a larper before the z-pock and this is dream come true yeah uh i will say this though he didn't really run up on shane for trying to fuck Lori. shane had that shit coming shane was about to kill rick over Lori, which is a i mean come on what were you thinking come on rick i mean on the low key nobody talking about it rick's life really upgraded you know in the z-pop is you know we say we most people you know we like to say you know it's sad because it's a z-pop but any reality where you don't have laurie and you turn around and you got michonne <laughs> i mean life came up good for you i mean glenn did too until he met lucille i mean he was really riding high right yeah you know uh that's why he was like i will find you because he gonna find her uh in in the afterlife because that was the best thing ever happened to him yes, sir. <laughs> he's looking all baby root oh lord i laughed out loud when i realized they were going giving the savior pigs that they were eating walkers that reminds me of the kid who used to spit in people's food when i worked at fast food restaurant as a teenager yep i said the same thing hope it makes the savior sick yeah somebody was like because i was like maybe they just trying to like make them sick or something they was like well we know that eating zombies won't 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 kill you so i was like one we don't actually know that two why not because fuck them that's why you know what i mean <laughs> like <laughs> why not yeah i would feed a, a walker uh, to a pig and make you eat it if i hate you um so she says not sure if it will or will not that can't be the first time in the, that the kingdom gave them taint, painted uh tainted pigs maybe uh or maybe they thought the other pigs are too light you know these pigs look look kind of skinny okay right, fill why, them up with walkers that's probably what happened if i told them they was too light you know and they actually may have been feeding them their food which probably was a healthier pig but they was like we mm-hmm. need the pigs to be bigger so like fuck it just feed yeah them walkers. they need some of that hgh you know they don't want none <laughs> of them organic free-range pigs ain't they ain't doing it mm-hmm. and they cost too much all right per pound yes right. they do and i'm sure the whole foods carol just just made uh carries the organic pigs though and i'm sure we would have heard heard about six saviors by now i have a new ship carol and ezekiel what are we gonna call them ezekiel uh ezekiel roll all right i could get down with that um gonna have gonna get these those beige babies one way or another i think if you waiting for beige babies to pop out of that uterus you're gonna be waiting for a while <laughs> another great episode eve uh and lastly jabari writes in good evening rod karen and miss smart i guess he's uh uh from uh the kingdom apparently so i'll keep this brief <laughs> because i'm writing so late what an explosive explosive beginning to the season nicotero and crew are trying to lock up the emmys early in the first two episodes for makeup with glenn and abe and special effects with shiva they were flexing that budget when that tiger did a 360 in the theater weren't they one quick thing from last week i noticed one of the saviors taking a polaroid of glenn's exploded head after negan made rick Uh hit that ugly snot cry another emmy on that alone exciting to see morgan's development this season as he interacts with king zeke yeah i mean they take polaroids after all the the bashings which is how they saw him on the wall and though in that out uh outpost and shit um king zeke's vocab makes him the stephen a smith of the z-pock and if you had done a guess the race about who would have raced into a tiger pit to save a live tiger i would have get i wouldn't have guessed a black guy with dreads first Me but there you go that one. right 
well it is a zombie apocalypse guys it's all make-believe walking dead breaking down barriers i guess keep up the great work you two entertain as always p.s peep my negan halloween costume from this weekend and uh he's two birds two stuff uh one stone on twitter and uh yeah he attached a picture of him in his negan get up man uh thank y'all uh so much um uh, thank you miss smart for coming through thank we really appreciate smart. it welcome very much welcome we love having you on yeah uh make sure y'all check out whiskey wine and moonshine and uh all that great stuff and follow her on twitter uh think underscore p underscore smart um and uh yeah we'll talk to you guys oh oh wait oh. wait wait mm-hmm. i also sort of started publishing some of my old blogs okay um on thinkprettysmart.com i only did a few so far but yeah all right cool i'll make sure it's in the show notes today uh, i published one today about michonne that i wrote back in like 2012 or something a long long time ago cool I, i'll make sure it's in the show notes uh just make sure what i put in skype is right and i'll put it in the show notes uh and once again man thank you so much for for being here mm-hmm. uh it's awesome always awesome to recap these with you it is um i just wanted a few people on my timeline I see read doing uh hashtag day walking i'm just like okay i gotta read all these you know <laughs> um and uh we'll be back tomorrow no guests just me and karen uh shooting the shit so until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.